Good evening. So this evening we celebrate the Feast of the Ascension. Now normally this feast is celebrated 40 days after Easter, which would have been this past Thursday. But many dioceses like ours move the feast to the Sunday in order that it's easier for the faithful to celebrate and commemorate the bodily ascension of Jesus into heaven. It's been through the centuries that artists have given us many renderings of this event, most often showing the eyes of the crowd looking upward to the sky as Jesus ascends on a cloud. This imagery reflects the cosmology of the times when these Gospels were written, the heaven above, an earth centered on Jerusalem, and the underworld below. It was thought that humans looking up at the blue sky were actually witnessing the floor of heaven made of blue lapis lazuli. So a departure to heaven could only have been envisioned in terms of literally being taken up. But if we look at the scripture that addresses the ascension, it's no surprise that we find different variations and conflicts. The Gospel of Luke, which I just read, as Jesus ascending the same day as he was resurrected. Acts, written by the same author of Luke, has it taking place 40 days later. The corresponding scene in Matthew ends with the great commission of sending forth the disciples to baptize all the nations. But there's no mention of the actual ascension. In the Gospel of Mark, there's a general consensus among scripture scholars that those last lines which, which say Jesus was taken up to heaven they were added at a much later date. And then John's Gospel has Jesus making three references to the ascension without giving it a specific account of the event. But I believe it's John that gives us the line that opens up for us the best way to get into this deeper meaning of ascension. When Christ says, It is good for you that I am going away, for unless I go away, this spirit cannot come to you. In essence, Jesus seems to be making a connection between absence and presence. That it's necessary for absence to take place before we can be open to presence. So think about it. After all, how common is it for us to be blinded in all that we have and who we have in our life? How easy is it for us to take for granted people who are in our lives every day? and slowly stop appreciating them. But when they're gone, you realize then how much you miss them, and how much they meant to you. So absence and presence seem to be terms that are co-related in as much as one needs absence before one can appreciate presence. Another word for this is suffering. So when we don't have what we want or who we want in our lives and we feel incomplete, where we long for reunion, for wholeness, for companionship, to have the one we love back in our arms. In short, for a peace that the world cannot give. So it would seem that Jesus needed to leave his disciples, to ascend back to God, whereby the disciples in the world could experience the physical absence of Christ thereby creating a hole in our lives and that feels like an emptiness, a yearning, a desire, a longing. 
And in doing so, God creates this internal barren space that we spend so much time and energy and money trying to fill, only to hopefully one day realize that it's space that only God can fill. And then how often does God take us to the edge of what we feel we can handle, lost in total powerlessness, and ready to give up, only then for God to be made known to us, always ready to sustain us, to love us, to hold us, to dwell within us, and to feed us. Where desolation leads to consolation, where death leads to resurrection, where doubt leads to knowing, where darkness leads to light, where ascension leads to daily presence. So where most of us have grown up with this concept of the ascension simply being this historical time where Jesus hopped onto a cloud and rose up into the sky to take the seat at the right hand of God the Father, this feast day really teaches us so much more about our life and about our loving God. For the resurrection and ascension of Christ is not a one-time miracle, but rather the revelation of this universal paschal pattern of life, death, and resurrection that's so hard for us to see and to live. But Jesus made it clear when he said, unless I go away, the Spirit cannot come to you. In essence, he needed to leave in order that we would feel his absence, in order to open our hearts and minds and souls to the daily presence of the Spirit, to where we can experience a deeper union with God and never feel abandoned, to where we will find the wisdom and strength to continue his work, to embody his message. And as we were reminded so painfully this past week with the tragedy in Uvalde and the ongoing war in the Ukraine, the need to join God in the healing that this country and this world so desperately needs. But to actually participate in that healing in the midst of doubt, tension, and fear, we must wrestle with living in that liminal space between absence and presence. Living in the unknowing of this liminal space, but which is the exact space of our lives where faith is formed and hope is cultivated and love is needed, all focused not so much on what is seen, but at what is un unseen, which is the dependence on God and the graces that he gives us. Spiritual writer Parker Palmer best summed it up when he wrote, the deeper our faith, the more doubt we must endure. The deeper our hope, the more prone we are to despair. The deeper our love, the more pain its loss will bring. These are a few of the paradoxes we must hold as human beings. If we refuse to hold them in the hope of living without doubt, despair, and pain, we will also find ourselves living without hope, faith, and love. So my sisters and brothers, while Christian art gives us images of Jesus ascending on the cloud to be with his Father, this feast of the ascension which we celebrate this evening, reminds us that loss and suffering 
is not evidence of God's absence, but rather of God's presence. That God works through our losses and our wounds and our faults, meeting us where we are broken in order to lift us up so that one day we will all be rejoined to the Christ in a place where there is only presence, a place filled with divine love, a place that Christ has gone in order to prepare an eternal dwelling place for every one of us.